TMP, 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 TMP. What's the vibes, man? Big vibes all the time. Nothing but big fucking vibes. In today's episode, I'm going to give y'all my top 10 NBA players of all time. It's very important that I distinguish, distinguish real quick. Top 10. It's just the top 10. It's not the best. It's not the greatest. It's a mix of both. So it's the top 10 list. To explain real quick, it's uh, the top list, top 10. It's a mixture of skill and greatness. I, when somebody say the 10 greatest players, to me, that means based on accolades and accomplishments. You know, you, Jordan, six rings. You know what I'm saying? Magic, five rings. Kareem, six rings. You know, how many first-team All-NBAs? How many MVPs? How many Defensive Player of the Year awards? You know, shit like that. Wilt numbers type shit. Greatest. Skill is the best ever. As far as footwork, as far as just your skills, your skill set. Players like Tracy McGrady are in that conversation. Wilt is also in that conversation. KD, Kyrie, where they just do everything. They may not have won a lot. They may not even be close in nobody top 10 list. But any NBA player tell you like, nah, they got it. They got it. They, you know, they bag is crazy. They, they, they bag is real deep. All right. This is a mixture of both. This is a mixture of players. You got to have great accolades on this list, but you also got to have great skill. And that's how I came up with my top 10 list. Damn, that's two minutes on a dot. All right. Not a bad little two minute intro. Okay. So we're going to start. Hmm. Fuck, I'm going to start one down. I'm going to start one down. You know, ain't no need to make a big crazy review. Mike, number one, the goal. All right. He's going to be number one top. You can make a case for him to be number one skill. Not really, though, because he's not the best shooter. But you can make a small case. You know what I mean? And you could definitely make a case for him to be the greatest with accolades and all that, even though he don't got 11 rings. Mike is the mixture of both. Mike is just, he was uber athletic. He was uber competitive. He won the games. He had averaged the stats. He was the best player on the team when he did it. It just is what it is. No, he didn't go 15-0 like people like Nick Wright and all that shit try to tell you. But when he got there, it was what it was. And he did it back-to-back. Three, Well, he did three-peats back-to-back. All right? So it's Mike. Number two was Bron. I'm going to give it to Bron. Personally, I'm a Kobe guy. But on this list, top ten list, I'm going to give it to Bron. And his accolades is there, obviously. Um, His skill is there, obviously. It's just the fact that, and his longevity. That's another thing that's going to have him over Kobe in this argument to me and in a lot of people argument because son is in like year 20, year 19. I don't even fucking know. But my eyes telling me he's still going to be good for two or three more years. And when I say good, he may not be the best defender, but LeBron James can average 25 points, eight and eight for the next two years. I, I don't have no doubt in my mind. And I mean, he's going to be like 37 doing that shit, 38 doing that shit in like year 21, 22, 25, 8 and 8 on like 48% shooting. I'm pretty sure he can do that. And like I said, add that with the fact that he's a great passer. He's a great scorer. You know, he has one, you know, knock it however you want, but he has one. 
and he did have the greatest finals comeback in history against a super team. Uh, well, against a very, very, very good team. The super team came with KD, but it is what it is. All right, so Bron, number two. Number three on the list, like these top five, you know, it's probably get controversial for some people at five, but my top five is pretty, you know, everybody top five for the most part. But the bottom five is where I got to kind of get into the explanation and all that, all right? Number three, Kareem. So Kareem, for my younger listeners, like they changed the game for Kareem. Kareem was the best high school player, was the best college player, was the best player in the NBA. They that he stepped on the court. He had six rings, just like Mike. Uh, he was really good on defense, amazing offense. He had the most unblockable shot in the history of the game. They, like, changed the rules in college and said you couldn't dunk for, like, a year or two. Because when he came in there, like, they couldn't stop him. He was just dunking on everybody. They couldn't stop And it wasn't – he was tall, but it wasn't like he was just so much taller than everybody. He was just so much better, taller, uh, more athletic, Graceful footwork, had the hook shot, you know, was a dog on defense, you know, screaming. Then when he came in the league, he did his thing. He was, you know, happened to have magic and worthy to win a lot of chips. But even when people say he was washed, I believe he won finals in repeating like 86 or 87, 88, something like that. The last chip that the Lakers won, I believe he won finals MVP. Don't quote me on that, but I believe he did. So, um, and I should have did more research for this, but I didn't have to do too much for people like Kareem and the next guy on my list, number four, Magic. Changed the game. Oscar was a dog. Oscar is one of my favorite players of all time, but Magic was just like super Oscar. You know what I mean? Like 6'9", true point guard, all about winning, hit the shot if he had to, did it with flair. And his career was tragically cut short because of HIV. You know what I mean? Even though he's still goaded in real life and in, you know, NBA lore. But, shit, if Magic could have played a few more years, Mike shit might have started a little later. You know, who knows? Who knows? So, uh, Magic, I don't know if he lead all time in assists. He might or that. Not I stocked him. But it's Magic, man. Magic just, he just changed the game. To a lot of people, to a whole generation, Magic is the GOAT, you know? For, it's crazy how GOATs work because, you know, for some people, and I want to say this too. I don't know, I, I, let me finish my first one. 60s got their GOATs, you know, Will and, and, and Russell. In the 70s, you know, you probably got Jerry West in there and then um, Kareem. 80s is Bird and Magic. 90s is Jordan. 2000s is people will say Duncan and Kobe. You know, and now it's LeBron, Steph. I just think it's very important as a young man myself uh, and as somebody who's going to be commenting on sports for a while, I believe. We got to stop shitting on these old players. It's tough because I'm kind of doing it now, but I did... I, I did one of them justice, but we got to stop, man, because they're going to be doing it to us soon, sooner than you know, bro. Like, I had to think, like, if I'm 50 or 60 years old, let's say I'm 65 years old, you know, 65 may seem old, but it's really not like 65, even 60. Let's say you 60 years old. If you 60 years old, 
that mean in 19, you was born in 1960, you know what I'm saying, yeah, 19, but you was basically born in 1960, so you grew up on Kareem, you grew up on, uh, well, you know, you was 9, 10, probably around Wilt and them, but you grew up on Kareem, you grew up on uh, Jerry West, you grew up on Bill Walton, and then a little bit of Magic. You grew up on Moses Malone, Dr. J. You grew up on players that you just knew on Will Chan. Like, you knew these were the greatest players you ever seen. And every summer at the end of the NBA Finals, you got these new niggas, us, people that never saw people from your generation play, and you done seen ours, but we never seen people from your generation play. You got new niggas, us, <laughs> saying, yeah, you know, we're going to add our people in. Now, Steph in there, Wilt got to come out. You know what I mean? Steph in there, uh, uh, Russell got to come out. Not saying that Steph don't deserve to get in, but it's always like this. It's like we we be yanking these old dudes out, and it's like if I'm a, if I'm 60 years old, I'm like, man, I, ain't, I don't respect none of this shit y'all talk about because y'all didn't see them play. Y'all not put it in proper cons. You're not put it in proper uh, context. Like, if you 60 listening to this, you probably thinking right now, I fucked up. Ain't no way in hell Will or Russell can't be in my top five. They not. But that's just how it is. So when we making these lists, I think we have to be cognizant of um, have empathy of people that came before us and people that know more than us. And we can't just think our way is the way of thinking. We got to have empathy for everybody less. Not everybody. Some people just don't know what the fuck they talking about. But if they come in with stats and they come in with a good opinion, respect it. But if you walk around and you meet somebody that's 50 or 60 years old, 45, you know, 65 years old, and they like, shit, LeBron not even in my top seven. You got to respect it, bro. You got to respect it. They seen Jerry West. They seen Wilt. They seen Bob Cousy, even though he getting killed. They seen Oscar Robinson, average a triple-double. They seen niggas putting up like 37, 12, and 9 for like eight years straight. Like, And we telling them, like, nah, Oscar Robinson not top 10. So we just got to chill with that shit. I want to, to say that as I continue to bash their old ass. Now... <laughs> Magic number four. Number five on the list. The GOAT. Kobe. Yeah. What? Say what you want to say. Yeah. You should. Yeah. Can't be the GOAT number five. The fucking GOAT. But yeah, number five on this particular here list is Kobe being Bryant. Some people may think he don't deserve to be top 10 or he's low top 10. Some people probably got him a little higher. You know, it is what it is. But I, the case for Kobe is easy. He's got more all defensive first teams than any for guard than anybody on this list even Mike or they tied but he got total all defensive team selections than Mike does didn't win a defensive player of the year but you remember young Kobe in the finals picking up Travis Best full court we remember that picking up Mark Jackson full court like Kobe was a dog defender was a dog and, you know, that's not even what he's known for. So, do we need to even get into the offense? So, that's why. Kobe, you got, to me, he's got to be top five just because offense, defense, then you do the rings. The MVPs hurt him, but many will say he got that taken away. But if you look at his career from 
2010 or whatever the shit is, you know what I'm saying, from like 97 to 2007, from 2007 to 2017, however you want to do it, that's two separate Hall of Fame careers. As 8 and as 24, two separate Hall of Fame careers. Kobe being wrong. Number six, Larry Bird. I got to put more respect on Larry Bird's name. He was going to be lower on this list. But I had to remember that in the 80s, if you would ask most people who was actually better, like the better player, it would probably be Larry Bird. Larry Bird was a better defender than uh, Magic Johnson. Don't kill me for that, but I'm pretty sure he was. Larry Bird was a better shooter. Larry Bird wasn't a better passer, but he was a great passer. Larry Bird wasn't a better ball handler, but he could handle the ball. So... Like, those two is toss-ups. It's just Larry Bird to tell you that Magic got more chips. So, you got to say Magic is better. But if you just watched him play on the court, like, Larry Bird was giving niggas fucking buckets, man. Larry Bird was a triple-double threat. Like, it's tough. So, I got to give Larry Bird more of his flowers. He was a fucking dog. He talked shit, and I, I value that. Plus, he got the MVPs. He got the... um. I think he even won Rookie of the Year over Magic. I don't know. Did they come in the same year? I'm pretty sure they did. I know they played the finals unless Bird got drafted early in like a supplemental draft. It was some shit. You know, Boston was cooning niggas back in the day. Like, they they, they were stealing niggas. And all kind of... Red Arbach was just getting over. Long story short, DeLay Bird, he didn't even really have the, the three-point line like he did today. Like, he could have been a way harder. And he was a great passer. And he could rebound. And he could defend. Labor monster. And he got three rings, so what you gonna say? Alright. Number seven. Tim Duncan. Wanna put him lower? Can't. All defensive, most of all time. All, uh, most all time all defensive selections. Mr. Twenty Ten. Most people would say the greatest power forward of all time. Five rings. I think he got three finals MVPs. Won that shit as a rookie. Even though he was 23 years old, but still was a rookie, and it was a shortened season, but he still was a rookie and he did it. Um, it is what it is. One with different guys, you know. He did have his core of um, Ginobili and uh, TP. Then he got Kawhi, and he had the same coach, so and he was the anchor of all that. So he definitely get credit for that. And like I said, defense you cannot look past that. My thing is this, bro. Like he was a center. Like what the fuck? This nigga was not no power forward. I don't care what he was listed as. And the thing with Tim Duncan, if you put him, even though I have him high on this list, if Tim Duncan was listed as a center his whole career, like I have him seven on this list just because I have to have him as the he's the best power forward of all time plus the defense. But if you ask people who like who's better between him and Shaq, some people will say Shaq. Who's better between him and Will? A lot of people say Will. Who's better between him and Akeem would be an argument. We get into Akeem a little later. But the fact that he's a power forward, there's nobody better than him. Nobody even close. So you got to give him that. He's like the best far and away of a whole fucking position. All right? And the reason why I don't have him, some people have him higher than Kobe. I'm not mad at that. But to me, he can't be. To me, Kobe Bryant was a better basketball player. He just was better at basketball than Tim Duncan was. He just was. He could do more things on the court. And when they played each other, he had a higher true shooting percentage, which you wouldn't expect. And he was 4-2 and head-to-head. And without Shaq, he was 2-1 without Shaq. So if you want to put Shaq out, 
And Kobe True, I mean, he had been at a coming out party, but there was a series where they swept, I believe, uh, the Lakers swept the Spurs. I believe it was 2001. And Shaq called Kobe in 2001 the best player in the world. And this was peak Shaq saying that. Because Kobe just ran rough shot over them motherfuckers. Average about 30 on 50% shooting. Locking shit up. So head to head, it wasn't a battle. And we actually got a chance. A lot of the people on this was, oh, what happened if they played? No. These two was, those two players was the preeminent players of their era. Head to head, Kobe smacked. Just is what it is. All right? And it would have been worse, but Kobe didn't have the team around him. He had to break his team up and become the leader. So he had to go through the three or four years, you know, rebuilding with the Chris Mims and the Chris Duhans and the Smush Parkers, you know, people like that. And the, the uh, I say Chris Mim already, but, you know, Adam Morrison, these people. Fucking, who was that? Chucky Atkins. Like, <laughs> You know, he didn't have um, Pop just sitting there the whole time. He didn't have Ginobili. He didn't have people drafted with him. Once he got his squad with him, he mounted back up, made three straight chips again, won two of them. So that is what it is. That's why I can't ever put Duncan over Kobe on none of my lists. Next, this is where it got crazy. Eight, nine, and 10 to me, this is just where it got crazy. Man, I cannot lie, it got crazy. I wanted to take Shaq off the list. I can't. I can't take Shaq off the list. Went, did some research, can't do it. Wanted to take my next guy off the list, couldn't do it. Wanted to take my last guy off the list, couldn't do it. I'll just say right now the guy I want to put on this list who did not make it is Hakeem Olajuwon. So I would probably say Hakeem is 11 all-time top players in the NBA. Two-time defensive player of the year, two-time finals MVP, Two-time league MVP, won back-to-back. I think he got the three finals, lost the other one. I'm not sure. Yeah, I believe they lost the third final. Hakeem, man. When you, to me, that's like the holy trinity, like defensive player of the year, MVP. He didn't lead the league in scoring, but damn, 21-10 and 10 for his career. Actually, 21-11 and 11 average for his career. And Hakeem, he, he could shoot. Obviously, the dream shake, post moves out of this world. But I can't put him above Shaq because Shaq has more all, all, even though Shaq is not half the defender Akeem was. When I look at peak Shaq, and this is a top list, when I look at peak Shaq, hell nah, bro. Hell nah. Even though Hakeem beat young Shaq. Hakeem, excuse me. Hakeem wasn't beaten, um, in my opinion. That, that Hakeem was not fucking with... 28, 29, 30-year-old Shaq with the Lakers. That motherfucker there with Kobe, that nigga there, nah, man. That that Shaq was different. And rookie Shaq was different. Skinny Shaq in Orlando was different. And even Shaq in Miami was high. But that motherfucking three-piece Shaq, nah, son. That shit different. I can't never take him off my top 10 list because I seen that. I saw that. Couldn't nobody do nothing with this nigga. And Kobe helped that out a little bit. But nah, bro. Nah. Couldn't do shit with him. Couldn't do nothing with Shaq. That's just the basis of it. His the stats career-wise, you know, because Sha- Shaq played longer than he should have. He played for way more teams than he should have. But nobody is going to forget peak Shaq. Really, after Shaq left Miami, that's it. That's how most people look at it. So I got Shaq at number eight. 
just too dominant. And next on the list is Wilt. Only reason why I can't put Wilt above Shaq. Chips and playoff performances. When Shaq was the best in the world, he had the chips to show for it. He had the dominance to show for it. Wilt, never that. Wilt could never say that. Wilt was just getting dominated. I think Wilt has two rings. He might have one. Will has some terrible finals performances. Now, some would argue he was in a different role when he had those performances. He was a defensive stopper and a facilitator, kind of like a Draymond who could still give you 15 or 20. That's fine. Averaging 20 fucking rebounds a game, I get it. I get it. But you being all, first of all, people taking Will off the list. I can't take Will off my top 10 list because the 100 points, the lead in the league and rebounds, the lead in the league and assists, the lead in the league and points, the fucking averaging 50 and 25 for a season. Like, nah, we're not taking him off the top 10, out of my top 10 list. Hell nah, that's for Wilt Chamberlain. And he's a legend off court, but that's a whole nother story. Not taking Wood off the list. I can't have him high on the list, though. Not enough chips. He got the least chips out of everybody on this list. That speaks, that, that's enough. Now, and he's probably the most physically dominant. To this day, Wilt Chamberlain can play in the league right now. Now, some people would say he would be more like a David Robinson used to be, or his comp today would be kind of like a DeAndre Jordan, somebody who was like a rim roller or something like that. I don't know. I just know Wilt got records today in college that still ain't been broke in track and field and shit. This nigga's seven foot. So, I mean... <laughs> like, I think he would have been a little better than DeAndre Jordan these days. Like, he might have been some... I don't know. So, Will, number nine. He was going to be 10. But this guy here, ugh, it was tough, man. I'm telling you. Honorable mention, just to help y'all out. I got Akeem at 11. I got The Freak at 12. Because The Freak is going to take niggas off of this list. The, the Freak coming. Greek Freak, he coming. I already got defensive player of the year. I already got two MVPs. I already got a, a chip. Already stayed home and didn't ring chase. Got the narrative. Already a dog. This nigga's going to be top 10 in like a few years. It just is. Deal with it. I don't care if you like his game or not. The Freak. I got KD after that. I think Freak going to overtake KD. KD above Freak. But Freak is going to overtake KD. I already know that. So I have him above him now. I got Oscar. And I got Zeke. Again. You 60 years old listening to this, you know what it was with Oscar. You 70 years old listening to this, you know what it was with Oscar. And with Zeke, it's just it's Zeke, man. Like, stop playing with Zeke. Back to back in the Jordan, in the Jordan Magic Bird era, best player was Joe Dumars and Dennis Rodman, who was a nice scorer. Just because his stats wasn't up there, like Zeke could give you 40 if you needed that, you know. But instead, his team identity was just to beat the shit out of niggas, so he just slowed it down and gave me a nice little 17. It just is what it is. Zeke, dog. And I got Bill Russell, too, to round that out. I'm seeing 30, 16. I got Bill Russell. I'm sorry, Bill. I love you, Bill. Bill goaded. Bill goaded. It's just the points hurt me with Bill. The rings is huge. The defense is huge. The being a player coach is huge. But nobody would watch him and Wilt Chamberlain play and say Russell is a better player. They're just going to say he's more of a winning player. 
He's not a better player, though. So I can't. I, I can't. All right. So who's left? Number 10. That would be Steph fucking Boogie. Now, I did not want to put Steph at 10. It was hard for me to put Steph at 10. But I did it. I did it for the unanimous MVP. Even though it ain't Steph fought that fucking Shaq should have won. He's the first nigga who should have won. Well, I don't know who the first was, but Shaq should have won that shit. Shaq was one vote away. LeBron, I think he was one vote away too. I don't know about all that. I know Shaq should have won that shit. So we can't just be like, you know. But he was the first ever. But when you talk about skill, a mix of greatness and skill, what this list is, that's Steph. The greatest shooter of all time. Greatness and skill. That's Steph. Like, you can't, I, I can't have a list without him. I don't care if he ain't, he ain't the defender. Everybody on this list is a much better defender than Steph besides probably Magic. And let me see. One, two, three, four, five, six people on this list is like, I don't even, like, it's not even close. Ten times the defender is Steph. I get that. Two of Steph rings, he wasn't the best player. Didn't win fight. She only got one Finals MVP. But for two of those rings, he he didn't deserve Finals MVP. KD, got, I get it. But this ring here, even though it was against a young Boston, was big. His performance was big. Now he got four rings. He chipped up. Was already chipped up, but four rings chipped up. Already in the face of a of a dynasty, what some would call a dynasty. You know. I, I got to give it to him. I got to give it to him. He got more rings than Akeem. KD, Freak, Oscar, and Zeke. Um, not Russell. And like I say, he's the greatest shooter. Got the MVP. I just got to put Steph at 10. Steph could move up with a, a, a couple more rings. But honestly, I think Freak going to end up taking um either Steph, Shaq, or maybe even Wilt. I don't know if Wilt or Steph ever gonna be out. So maybe I should have made Shaq 10 on this list. But um I couldn't. Nah. <laughs> I couldn't. Just because Shaq is to me better than Steph and Shaq won more than Wilt. So I couldn't. But We'll see. Hey, we'll wait for Freak to do his thing, but that's the list. So just to wrap it up real quick. Number 10 on the list is Steph, greatest shooter of all time. It's, all right, this, this list is a mix of greatness and skill. Number 9, Wilt, greatest stat maker of all time. 8, Shaq, the most dominant force of all time. 7, Timmy Duncan, arguably the greatest defender in league history. But he also got chips and he could score on you. Six, Bird. Extremely skilled. Good defender. Great legacy. Chipped up. Great passer. Larry Bird. Five, Bean. Is what it is. Points, chips, mentality, defense. Four, Magic. Some people's GOAT, greatest passer of all time, many will say. Changed the game, chipped up. Three, Kareem, greatest high school player, 
best college player, best player when he hopped in the league, six rings, greatest shot of all time, number one scorer of all time, and he was a defender. Three. To Bron, you know, we hit a bear witness. Big Bron on the list. Can't be mad at that. Number two, you know, it's all around. Longevity, scoring, passing, rebounding, changing the game. Picked his own teams, won with him, lost with him. But we know at the end of the day, niggas can't fuck with him. We know that. And one, Mike, it's just, he did it how we all wanted to be done. Nothing else to say. It's just Mike. He did it with flair. Did it with a great energy. Did it as the leader. Three-peated. He did it dominant. He just did it the right way, as most people would say. So, as always, send all love mail, hate mail, show ideas, words of affirmation, song ideas, or song suggestions, whatever. Whatever y'all listening to right now, send all that. ToxicKingTalk at gmail.com. ToxicKingTalk at gmail.com. I can't believe this shit lasted 30 minutes. I did not see that coming. But hey, peace and love.